chances are, if you think about this, uh, it's very unlikely you'd ever heard of, of Volodymyr Zelensky before the invasion of Ukraine. But I'll bet you know who he is now. You've heard of him now. Um, he's addressed parliaments. He's addressed world leaders almost every day since war broke out in his country. Even more than that, he's had a, a really dominating social media presence. And, and it's worked. He's winning the media war, if nothing else, hands down, head and shoulders. Um, why? What's he doing that's been so effective? We're going to chat with George Melnick now, who is a professor emeritus of communication, media, and film at the University of Calgary. Professor, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. My pleasure. Let's contrast the two, um, I guess, leaders of the warring countries here, with Zelensky and Putin on the other side. And hands down, right? I mean, Zelensky has won the, like I say, the media war. I mean, it's not even close, is it? No, it's not even close. But the the real issue becomes uh, maybe Putin doesn't care. He's not trying to win the media war in the West. What he's trying to do is win the media war in Russia. Yeah. That's, that's the other aspect here. When you take a look at this... Um, they're aimed at different audiences, right? Zelensky definitely is positioning it not only for the people of Ukraine, but for a global audience. Exactly. Uh, because uh, he needs that audience. He needs those other countries. He needs the support of the international community. And Putin doesn't need that. So everything that Putin is doing is to project what to the Russian people? Well, what he's trying to, to say is that Look, this is no big deal. This isn't a war. This is just a special military operation. Very limited little thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, you're not being affected in any substantial way. You know, no one's bombing you. No cruise missiles are hitting our cities. Uh, I'm in control here. I know what I'm doing. You're not going to be affected negatively. Uh, just uh, stick with me and everything will be okay. That's the message he's trying to give to his own people because he has control of the media completely. Zelensky, on the other hand, like you say, is just wading into the global media ecosystem and knocking it out of the park. What's he doing so well and what is his goal in doing what he's doing? Well, I think he does it well uh, because uh, I, I think there's one aspect, one very important aspect. He doesn't come out of the uh, oligarchical elite in, in, in Ukraine that used to produce previous presidents. Okay? He came out from left field. He came from being a comedian and a television actor. Yes. That was, and people knew him because of his presence on television. Okay? So that's, he doesn't represent the old guard. He represents a new face. Okay? So, uh, and he carries that responsibility very seriously. So um, what, what happens is that when he, he talks, he's talking out of that uh, sense of building a new future, building a, a future without uh, being uh, uh, controlled by the, the political elite of his country. Okay? He, he, he presented himself in his television show about having, uh, having become a president yeah. of Ukraine. He, he presented himself as representing the people. And I think he really accepts that. And that's the role that he's playing. Yeah, and he sort of had that 
built-in image before he even got started. Great point. Um, and the way that he's doing it, I mean, for somebody like me who's been in broadcasting for a very, very long time, I know there are certain things that are done because they work, because they're effective. That's how effective communication is done, especially on video. And he's tapping into a lot of those very common things that you see, even on the nightly news sometimes, right? The way you the way you look, the backdrop, the, all that sort of stuff. He's contrasting it from what you might expect. He's doing a great job there as well. That's right. So, um, but what you have to, but it's not... Um an artificially created right. atmosphere, right? This, this is not uh, a television studio set that he's, he's in. This is his real life in a city which is under attack, right? So, so it's, not, it's not something that has been contrived. It's the way he's living his existence at the moment. The, the place he speaks from is a real place that he uses. Um, for example, uh, I read in the media today that yesterday he gave his nightly video address to the Ukrainian nation, okay? And he did it standing outside the presidential offices, okay? But the presidential offices, I mean, so he's in a real place, okay? The presidential offices are very dimly lit because yes. they don't want to be a target, right? <laughs> Since he's in them sometimes. Um, so, uh, so what you have here is that people have a sense of of a reality that comes through him. It's they're just not uh, an actor's words. Okay, there's something that that he can convey by where he stands, where he sits, what he says, how he says it, how he dresses. All those things communicate certain aspects to his audience. You mentioned how he dresses. There's a very well-known economist in the United States who got just absolutely ravaged on social media because he put out a tweet saying, why doesn't the guy wear a suit? You know, if I'm going to address um, a joint session of Congress on video link or the House of Commons in Canada, put on a suit. He's sitting there in an army-issued T-shirt. Well, he's yeah. doing that for a very good reason, right? Exactly. He's doing it for a good reason because he's uh, the president of a country at war, but not the president of a country that is at war, which is itself safe. In other words, it's not the way someone, for example, in Poland or in France, uh, you know, or any other place. When your country is under attack, when 20 or 25 percent is already occupied, uh, when the city that you're in uh, gets hit regularly, okay, with some form of bombardment and things are destroyed, um, you can't go around walking in a suit which yeah. basically says business as usual. And that's why Putin wears a suit. Putin is wearing a suit. He doesn't change, like, our country is at war. I have to put on my military uniform the way Zelensky does, because his message is completely different. Putin's message is that nothing has changed. We are not at war. Everything is just fine. Business as usual is continuing. If Zelensky appeared in a suit... You know, it would be completely out of context. It would completely be phony. It would be as if he denied the war in his country even existed. And, and Professor, that, that word phony, um, that I think of everything else that we've talked about here today, that is the key takeaway. If you are inauthentic or if you are phony and you want to be a communicator, you failed. It will not work. Audiences can smell that a mile away and they hate it, right? You need to be authentic. Right. No, uh, and I think one of the fascinating things, okay, so presidential uh, figures 
everywhere in the world, including our prime minister and so forth, have speech writers, right? Sure. I mean, they, they, they don't write their own speeches. But look at Zelensky's situation. He speaks to the nation every single day in a video broadcast, every single day. And I, I don't believe that it's just a whole bunch of little gnomes that are sitting there writing his speeches for him, right? Yeah. He's come up with some incredible, uh, authentic statements. For example, the whole world knows that famous rebuff that he gave to uh, uh, Biden. Yeah. You know, when Biden said at the beginning of the war, believing that Ukraine would be crushed within days, look, I'll get you out of uh, Kiev, right? Yeah. He, he told him that. And he, what, what Biden was doing was pulling a, a Kabul, an Afghanistan thing that we saw happen just a year ago in August, right? When, when the president of that country just flipped right out and so forth. So, um, and what did he say in response? You don't script that kind of line. He said, exactly. I, you know, I need ammo. I don't need a ride. I mean, that, that goes down. That's a historic statement that's appeared all over the world, right? And then last night, for example, I read in the media that in that video address I mentioned to you earlier, uh, he's quoted as saying, uh, if we really are fighting for freedom in defense of democracy together, then we have a right to demand help at this difficult turning point. And he said, this is a quotable quote that goes down in history. Freedom should not should be armed no worse than tyranny. Okay, so that's a, a spontaneous sense of who I am. I'm a man representing freedom, okay, and the other guy is representing tyranny. And if you don't help me, tyranny is going to win. You're picking a side, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's done He's done an amazing job. Uh, Professor, unfortunately, we're out of time, but a great conversation. We'll do it again sometime. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. Thank you very much, sir. Bye-bye. Uh, that's George Melnick, who is a professor emeritus of communication, media, and film at the University of Calgary.